Hello, world. You're listening to the Cash All Podcast. Technology integrates with every aspect of our lives. Computing, entertainment, gaming, education, and much more. Here to discuss all of it is your host, Brandon Peterson. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Glad you're all back for another episode of the Cash All Podcast. This is being recorded on December 21st, but I'm not going to play it until the typical Sunday release for this, which happens to be the day after Christmas. That way you may have something to listen to if you're traveling or need something to do after opening all those great presents. It's been a good day so far, wrapped up the last day with students. Tomorrow we go in for a work day. I have my high school grades posted. I have my Mid Plains college grades all posted. Done with all that. Have all my finals and grades back for the class I was taking this term. Life is good right now. The Philadelphia Eagles played tonight. Got the big W against Washington, the Washington football team. Always a great time when you can beat that team, especially after the NFL move the game to Tuesday to give Washington every ample opportunity to be at full strength. But it wasn't enough. Not enough for the birds. Also earlier today, the Wyoming Cowboys played at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. And my home state, my birth state, came through with a big W and scored a lot of points and looked pretty good. So congratulations to my Wyoming listeners out there from Cowboy Land Congratulations to Craig Bull and the Wyoming Cowboys. This is going to be a fairly short episode because it's for the holiday season and uh, people getting gifts for various holidays out there. Our family, we I'm a strong Christian and we celebrate Christmas uh, thoroughly and we're excited about Christmas here. So I thought it would be kind of fun to look at some of the, I guess, technology-inspired gifts from, I don't know, through some period of time and just kind of talk about what some of those popular gift ideas were from years past. So it's a little visit, I guess, from the uh, Ghost of Christmas Presents Pasts if that makes sense. Christmas gifts past. It's more confusing when you say presents past, gifts past. Without any further ado, let's go ahead and get started. How about in the 1940s with before Madden, even before my my favorite game, Tecmo Super Bowl, there was electric football. The metal football field and the little football players you would put on the bases and they'd and they'd run around while the vibrator kind of shook the table around that is a classic gift i have to tell you that i was reading a book by kenny main a former espn analyst who wrote a book called an incomplete and inaccurate history of sport i believe is what it was called And he kind of 
discusses different sports throughout his life. There's a chapter on badminton. There's a chapter on football. There's you know all these different activities he's participated in. There's a chapter in there of electric football. And when I first read that, this was about 15, almost 20 years ago. I was reading it. I never had an electric football table. I remember working at a hardware store in high school at Ace Hardware, and there was an electric football table there that that was brought out during the holiday season and it was for sale like we had a gift area for toys and things like that and it caught my eye a few times and I thought about it but I never did and never thought much about it after that and then I read that book and Kenny Maine kind of got me excited about electric football and so I bought a Tudor Rose Bowl table and and played around with that and it's kind of fun uh i have a few other i built a table and have a few other tables one of them is a is a army navy table and bust that out each year for the army navy game but a lot of i think people would have some fond memories of electric football from back in the day um playing that you know and the players not quite moving how you thought they would but if you look that up on youtube electric football they've changed the bases that the player figures sit on uh there's a lot of very talented decal makers and and figure painters out there that make the figures look very realistic and they run little routes and and they, there's a lot of strategy involved to it and it's really advanced in technology over the years so how about 1940s electric football um, 1960s, I believe, somewhere around there, there was the all Easy Bake Oven. Um, kind of looking at how those things were constructed. Major fire hazard. Major fire hazard. But the Easy Bake Oven kind of comes to mind. And then um, there are obviously other things out there. But in 1977, I have on my list here the Kenner Star Wars action figures. The OG ones. You can buy them now. They're re-releasing them. That's why I put them on this list. Uh, my uncle had a X-Wing uh, ship, you know, and Luke Skywalker that could sit in it. It was super cool, and the wings moved apart into the X formation. They'd split apart and had the sound effects. was really cool. 1978, the game Simon Says. Simon Says. Um... Oh, I think the gentleman who invented that, his last name was Barr or Bear. Also kind of the father of the video game console. Maybe there was some disputes between him and Atari because I believe he worked at Magnavox back in the day. Um, I don't have the information in front of me right now to get through it. But there's a, there's a good documentary on the History Channel, I think called like Game Changers or something like that. And um, they start off with Atari and they, and they talk about him. But he created Simon Says, like a, a multiplayer, you know, memorization device that played tones and kind of helped with your memory. That's pretty cool. Uh, 1979, speaking of Atari, we had the Atari video computer system, which would eventually become the 2600. Uh, pretty exciting uh, all those great games for that of course we've talked in past episodes about et and some of those games uh pac-man 
the original Pac-Man that came out for the 2600, kind of a disappointment for some people possibly when they got that on Atari because of how poor the graphics were. But other games were pretty cool like Pitfall, uh, Yars Revenge, Adventure, some of those were, were really popular. But the Atari was pretty big in the in the history of Christmas presents and just giving us home video game consoles. Uh, 1983 is when the Sony Beta Movie Camcorder came out. So Betamax uh, videos were better. They were, they were a superior product, but I guess not marketed very well. We had a beta player, and uh, there was a couple places in town when we lived in Laramie. You could rent a movie, and you could get it for beta or VHS. And VHS eventually became the market leader. But I put Sony on here because of the, the OG of the beta movie camcorder. And from that time forward, people were able to much easier and much more affordably able to record their family Christmases and opening up presents and getting those surprise moments uh, when people open them up and capturing it on video uh, to watch for, for years later. So the camcorder, I think it's huge, 1983. 1984, the Transformers, more than meets the eye, became available. 1986, Teddy Ruxpin. There was a a wide variety of characters. We had Teddy Ruxpin, my sister and I, uh, we had to share Teddy Ruxpin. And um, a lot of people come to find out thought Teddy Ruxpin was creepy. I thought Teddy Ruxpin was awesome. Teddy Ruxpin reading you stories and singing songs and, and all that. A, a teddy bear that, that can share stories. And I can't remember the world that Teddy Ruxpin lived in, but you know, there was all these kind of legends of it, and they had the maps in the back of the book. Teddy Ruxpin back in the day I thought was cool. Um, right around that time, Teddy Ruxpin, uh, we had the Nintendo Entertainment System. Obviously very, very big. A lot of people wanted that on the, on the wish list. Our video, and this was after the Atari crash of, you know, the, the video game crash from Atari. So in America, people were a little worried about this Nintendo Entertainment System. And are people spending too time, too much time on video games? Is it going to rot their brain? Is it keeping them from going outside and playing? Uh, around that time, also, laser tag was pretty cool. Some people got laser tag. Some people thought it was a little risky having kids run around with these weapons that look like they would be shooting lasers at each other. I remember uh, some parents not being too fond of laser tag, but looking back, it's kind of a cool way for people to run around and, and play tag in a different way. Uh, 1989, we had the release of the Game Boy. I wanted a Game Boy really bad for a few years there, and I remember that when I got it for Christmas. I didn't get it the first time I asked for it. When I got it, I was pretty excited. Um, the Game Boy was released in 1989, I believe. Not much later, 1991-ish, the Super Nintendo came out. And I put that on this list. There are a lot of game consoles on this list, kind of. Because, you know, the original was Atari. Then you had the Nintendo. Then you had the Super Nintendo. And people, parents were like, whoa, so is there just going to be a new system coming out? What do you mean it doesn't play the old games? And... Um, 
Not a lot of people got a Super Nintendo when it came out, but then it was a popular item uh, to be asked for at Christmas. In 1992, we get introduced to the world of um, identity fraud and uh, stealing credit card numbers with the famous deluxe talk boy from Home Alone 2. Kevin McAllister, last in New York, has this talk boy in the movie. And this is a great tech Christmas item because it was in the movie. And then, oh, lo and behold, this is available to purchase at around Christmas time and, and was a popular thing for kids to want because you could record your voice and play it back at slower speed and make it sound like an adult. And then you could order a hotel room as a, as a child and live in New York uh, until your parents come and realize that they, you know, you're on the wrong plane. So the talk boy I put on there. A uh, little while later, in 1996, we had the Tickle Me Elmo. Going back to the hardware store where I worked at, we had a few Tickle Me Elmos that came in. And that was my first experience with, like, Black Friday. So this was, you know, 1996 or so, 1997, somewhere around there. And uh, one of them, it was just first come, first serve. The other Tickle Me Elmo, we sold raffle tickets to where you could have the opportunity to purchase it. And then the raffle tickets went to a charity in the town. And we had so many people there for that Tickle Me Elmo. And I thought, wow, this is so crazy. All these people come in the Friday after Thanksgiving, lining up outside the store. This, Why would people do this? And now look what it's become now. It's, it's a huge deal. But Tickle Me Elmo. Uh, 1997, the old Pets, the Tamagotchi, or however you say it, the little virtual pets on the keychains. Pretty awesome. I remember my little sister wanting one of those, and I got her one for Christmas that year. Uh, they were pretty popular uh, with younger people. Uh, skipping down a little ways to 2003, the Robo Sapiens. Anytime there's like a new robot that can do things, that's always pretty cool. 2005, there was the Xbox 360. That's my first experience of waiting at a store in line for a game release. I was teaching. I got out. I called Walmart right when I was done. I asked if they were getting any Xbox 360s that day on release date. They said, yeah. So I just went there right after school, waited in line until midnight, and was one of the first people in North Platte to get the Xbox 360. That was pretty exciting. And I think it was like right around, right after Thanksgiving break, somewhere around there. I know it was around Thanksgiving time and I was real excited about it. Uh, 2006, the Nintendo Wii came out. And there was, how many families were able to get that console? It was so much more affordable than other consoles for that time. Uh, it had the the Wii Sports with bowling and boxing. And how many times were people doing the boxing and then people maybe driving by the houses and seeing the silhouettes of these people in through the curtains and maybe thinking that they're having an all-out brawl in the house. But the Nintendo Wii with that Wii Sports was super fun at Christmas time. I remember we got that and we took it with us to, to visit our families and everybody played it and had a lot of fun with it. 2007, the iPod Touch, before the iPhones that we have today. It was just a music device. You could surf the internet on it. There was apps. We wouldn't have the smartphones today if we didn't have the iPod Touch. 
and that was a real popular Christmas item. 2009, the the wave of the e-readers, especially like the Nook, which had the extra little screen segment on it, and the Kindle, uh, those where you could read your e-books and you know, started to think about how we could consume media on electronic devices. 2010, the iPad became a popular Christmas item. Uh, obviously, a bigger iPod Touch. The iPad, uh, some people didn't think it would catch on, really. You know, is it a computer? What is this thing? You know, is it more of it for a niche market? But how many people use tablets now because of because of the iPad? Uh, the next year, 2011, for the little ones out there, the educational leap pads. I remember when that was around the time where my daughter was born and she was little and, and she had got a leap pad eventually and she loved her leap pad and, and had a lot of fun learning apps on that. Um, 2014, another thing that I remember purchasing for my child was the Zoomer Dino. Uh, the T-Rex that it was like balanced it had these like these spheres underneath its feet and somehow it balanced on there and it would go around in patrol mode and everything I thought that Zoomer Dino was super cool I wish they had something like that when I was a kid uh, 2015 the BB-8 the new Star Wars movies coming out and there was this BB-8 where just like in the movie the robot you know, you had the ball moving and the head was fixated at the top. And how cool was that? Uh, Sphero made a, a really good adaptation adaptation of that where you could control it with your phone. And I think even use uh, like some JavaScript coding uh, or something like that to, uh, to like program the movements if you wanted to. And uh, had some cool things with that. There was also like the R2 unit for it and all that. But I thought the BB-8 was really cool and was just a neat way where they made something cool in a movie with the idea of we also want it to work in not a CGI type of way. We want it to be able to function as it was there. Um, 2016, I put this on because it circles back to earlier. It circles back to 1985-ish with the Nintendo the NES Mini, the mini consoles, those Nintendo Minis were sold out. GameStop in our town, you, you had to line up and get there. And I remember uh, we had some people that were waiting in line to get one. And then they said, oh, they, they didn't come. Or they ended up giving them to someone else who wasn't even waiting in line. Some shady business going on with the NES Mini in this town, which I live where where I wasn't too fond of hearing about that. But people... Going back with the retro style of the game system is pretty cool. And then uh, 2020, we had the uh, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, the latest consoles. There's probably things I'm forgetting. You know, these are just kind of things that I was aware of or things that I purchased or things that I asked for or something that I received that was kind of technology related. And I thought it would just kind of be fun to reminisce about that a little bit and go through that list on there do you agree with this list do you disagree wholeheartedly well i tell you what it's a holiday season so be respectful if you if you want to disagree but sound off on twitter at code peterson if you want to check out my website if you get a moment and you can access my twitter page 
uh, my GitHub site, all my social media places, my YouTube. Did I say GitHub? All right, whatever I have, everything I am putting together is on this page, and it is at codepeterson, C-O-D-E-P-E-T-E-R-S-E-N.com. Check out that website and let me know what you think of that. But on Twitter, I'm on there more than any of the other social media platforms. And I have some things that I'm excited for you to just kind of check out. So let me know what you think of this, uh, of this list. Is there anything that you got that was super cool, technology-related, that that you loved? Or, or something that you got, like thinking of the book 8-Bit Christmas, The Power Glove. How overrated was that thing? It ended up being garbage. Is there anything you got where it was hyped up in your mind and then it didn't quite meet the expectations? You know, it's it's fun to think about all that stuff. And uh, so I'd be, you know, let me know what you think about it. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, I hope you all have happy holidays. If you celebrate it, Merry Christmas to you and all of your families. And I hope you all have a happy new year. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I have a lot of exciting things I'm pumped up for for the next year. And uh, looking forward to continuing this journey with you all. Thanks a bunch, and we'll catch on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you like what you heard. For other content, you can follow me on Twitter at Code Peterson.